everybody. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. This is Ash, and joining me today are five or four? It's five, right? I can't four. count today. It's four. <laughs> Thank you for those of you that can count. Four lovely podcasters today. Um, first up, I have Jimin. Hello. Then I have Jay. Hello, everyone. <laughs> then I have Nat. Hello. And back from the depths, I have Kiara. Hey, everyone. We welcome you back with open arms, Kiara. It is good to have you here. Uh, thank you. It's good to be back. I miss podcasting. Like you just you don't do something for so long, you're like, dang, I really miss doing it. Like I can go back very very soon. <laughs> you miss the shit talking. Just a minute. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I. Um, First of all, I do want to thank uh, everybody that listened to last week's episode. Um, so far, just from my um, very uh, novice data analyzing um, abilities, we have gotten more listens in a short amount of time than our last couple of um, podcasts. Um, we're already at like I think two hundred and four um, listens in seven days, and <laughs> our last full podcast had a one hundred and eighty-six and twenty-six days. So thank you. Um, I don't know if that had anything to do with the fact that some form of BTS was in the title. And if that's some sort of, like, sign that maybe I should just put BTS in every title, regardless of what the t- yeah, we talk about. We can just wing it. Say it stands for uh, behind the scenes. Yeah, we can just see, like, just be BTS and BTS something. And, you know, it'll bring in, I, you know, I'm shameless, so I have no problem doing that. <laughs> whatever the reason, thank you guys. Thank you for the extra follower um, that joined us this past week. Um, thank you to all you guys to keep listening. Um, we have a couple of updates this week as far as idle news. As all of you know, um, Sony of, um, Produce 101 and 16 fame, um, kind of unexpectedly up and left JYP and there are some, uh, there are some, kind of guesses about as to why now there is there there's a little bit cleared up on the issue um now there are people saying that according to reports she is not going to be joining a new label in the near future because her father matthew doma is going to be managing her schedule and promotions for now um obviously she's received offers from various labels but they've decided to wait and make a decision it's still unknown as to why she terminated her terminated her contract with jyp according to an insider john somi already has a fandom and she showed strong skills in dance and singing while promoting with ioi she's a celebrity that producers 
would want. However, it's important why her contract with JYP was canceled. So that seems to be a um, important detail there. And it may be one of those mysteries like uh, J and 2PM that we may never find the answer to. But that seems to be um, the central, the key thing here as to why her contract was terminated. And that may have something to do as to why her father is handling her activities. Or her father may just be a big old fame boy which has been suggested as well. So that's that. Any JYP don't spell the T on any of their ex ex members. No, they do. They keep their lips clamped shut and nobody else says anything either. I mean, it is, it is clamped tight over there. So if anything did go down with Silmi, I'm pretty confident that we probably will never learn what it is unless, you know, somebody is really holding a grudge and decides to just let it slip. But anyway, I think Somi will probably do fine regardless. Uh, our, oh, yes. Because, you know, it was interesting because, you know, everyone freaked out when the news came out because um, because she was recent a few days beforehand, she was seen with um, met, uh, uh, girls who are most likely potentially going to be part of the next JYP girl group. So, like, people were, you know, expecting that they were getting ready and everything for their debut. So, the fact that Sunmi just suddenly left and stuff like that caught off a lot of cut, cut people, you know, surprised because everyone thought that they were getting ready for their debut. So, I don't know. It's interesting because it could be, like, do, it, it made people question, do they feel, does, does it maybe hurt father or maybe someone else feels like she's too big for a girl group now or was there a lot of disagreement going on I don't know it's very like, weird I feel like her level of celebrity I feel like that could only be a positive in a situation though like regardless of like I mean because they only it's only a pot it's, I mean any money she makes that's they would have benefited from it you know I feel like it was either a mutual thing or something that Somi and her family wanted to do or either something went down that just couldn't have been tolerated and she had to leave. So, who knows? Who knows? Yep. Any other thoughts on that? Nope. Okay. (laughs) What? Anybody know? I just like, I know she was like a big deal or something. But is she really like? I... She was like the most popular. I mean, she got the number one spot on the first produce one hundred one. Yeah, she's she's pretty popular among the Korean public. I personally, I, I mean, she's pretty and she's she's got pretty like charismatic personality. But I, I don't really, I never really saw her as anything special. But she's. I mean, she's pretty popular with the general public, and that's, like, one of the key things, you know, for getting those... I mean, she, on her own, she's gotten tons of CFs and, you know, deals and stuff just, you know, from being on that show. So, with JYP, you know, getting ready to make his next girl group, it was pretty much a... It was a given that she was going to be in it, and it was going to be a success. So, now that she's not, 
don't know now. So, but if that's all about Somi, let's get. Oh, I think Jay was oh. saying something, but I couldn't hear. Oh. Are we thinking Jay? Jay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I blanked out. But Alex is saying just her. That's all I think. So, for somebody that completely blind with grouping, it's going to be like, first, like nobody really would pay attention to. I don't know for sure because I'm not. In tell at least it's like this is like one of those stage gonna be famous whether you and, and just like some of his act like what are you do really want to be the superstar in your daughter because so, isn't like her so I'm just like what. <laughs> Yeah, her dad to is a company that really cares about because they have let people go that were too cocky or that like they didn't just cut up. So I don't know, you know, maybe she's like, well, I'm a big celebrity, so I don't gotta do anything, and maybe that's why they cut her. I don't know. Room to really see what. I mean, it is what it is that's happening. I mean, the new group's gonna happen soon, so we'll just see how things. And see what so just leave it at that. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I know her dad has gotten a lot of flack for like being with her on like variety shows for essentially no reason. <laughs> just to kind of be on there. And then she also has a younger sister that's like barely into her pre she might not even be like preteen age. I don't know how old she is, but he's like already been like you know, recorded saying that, oh, this one, Evelyn, that's her name. Oh, Evelyn's even, like, more talented than Somi. And Child is, like, she's a little thing. Like, she's barely, like, she's still playing with dolls. And, you know, they've already got her doing photo shoots and whatnot. So, you know, but, I mean, hopefully whatever Somi's doing, it's what she wants to do. So, we'll see. Any other thoughts? Any any at all? Okay. Let's move on to Edon. So, Edon, uh, in uh, trying to be uh, trying to be very friendly with the fans and um, trying to, to kind of communicate with them more, um, he released a message to the fans. He wrote down a long message and and everything to try and get everyone to like understand his side of everything. Um, so basically, he wrote that before the whole incident took place, he discussed everything with his members, but he ultimately made the decision that he wanted to reveal his relationship with Kyungra because he didn't want to lie. He wanted to be truthful and honest to the fans. And he has said that 
he has been glad that he has been able to promote with the members and he will not be able to join them directly this time. Um, however, you know, he is not sure when they will be able to meet again, but he said that he hopes that only good things will happen in the future and that he, he will be fine and he will let them know if anything new happens. Um, because a lot of fans are obviously like upset about him not being there and are afraid that he's going to get cut from the group. Um, and, uh, you know, apparently it was also revealed that Pentagon's new album, Don, actually worked on it. Thumbs up. Edan's name is included in the song credits, even though he is being excluded from the cycle of promotion. So I'm looking on, uh, let's see, Green Frog, uh, which is the lead, I think the lead single, Edan did the lyrics. And he also worked on one, one other song and, you know, who knows what else he did. Um, so that's kind of shady, um, <laughs> that he's worked on it and they, so that, so that means that even if he's not promoting with them, he's still getting the coins. On this right. I hope that's, I hope that's the case. Um, because the fact that he worked on it and, you know, is not being able to promote his work is bad enough. So, I mean, I don't know. To me, I don't know anything about legalities, but to me, if he wasn't being paid, to me, that would be some, like, legal issues right there. Um, I find it kind of worrying that Edon himself, through his letter, doesn't seem to know what's coming next. But I also find it very commendable that, although some people think he was stupid for revealing everything, that he had a girlfriend... Ultimately, he was just trying to be truthful. And honestly, if there was more room for people in the Korean music industry to be able to be truthful, we probably wouldn't have these problems. Yeah. If we didn't have to keep all these secrets. And, you know, honestly, there are, are a lot of crazy fans, but there are a lot of fans that are supportive as well. And, you know, most of them, they'll get over it. You know, they, they just need time and a positive, you know, environment, um, you know, where, you know, people aren't, you know, going crazy over, you know, every little dating announcement, you know, in order to be able to handle things like this. So I do hope that, Edan, this is just some sort of weird, like, tactic by their music company, and eventually he'll be able to join them back. I think he did this with good intentions. He wasn't trying to do anything, you know, malicious or stupid he was you know honestly just from what he really seemed like he was he had well he claims he had the fans in mind when making that announcement so yeah i mean honestly edon i'm not the biggest pentagon fan i know i jerk about it but edon is the most interesting member like he's the member that set it off like the whole thing the whole their song shine like the their biggest song like it's really Edon that is memorable whether it's for his crackhead antics or for his talent <laughs> and after this 
dating situation, I think he's even more of a star, so to speak. I don't know. I personally think in the long run, Cube would be very wrong if they decided to exclude him even further. It would just be stupid to me. Like, that's just not a smart business decision. He's super creative and talented, obviously. He made some pretty good songs um, or worked on, you know, in some capacity. And then on top of that, this just isn't a big deal. And I think that with time, I may be wrong because we are talking about boy group stands, but with time, I would hope that stuff like this stops happening in K-pop where, like, it's a big deal that somebody's dating someone. I don't know how common it is with, like, girl group stands. I don't know if, like, they go absolutely bonkers if they find out their favorite, like, idol is dating someone. But I would they hope that... They merchandise and put it, light it on fire. <laughs> yeah. You gotta understand, too, a lot of, like, girl, ga- girl band stands, especially for, like, younger groups, are men. So yeah. they they get jealous a lot. They get really weird, I think, about it. Like I guess it's the same way for like boy bands when the, with their female fans. It's kind of like the flip. Um so they definitely pop off though. I wonder <laughs> they definitely like, do. Maybe because I'm still kind of like I said I just got into K pop more so this year. Maybe because of that, like I haven't seen like publicly people sort of have conversations around that type of thing like usually when i hear about girl group stands it's always on some weird stuff like weirder than this like it's like like the you know the older male fans it's always on some like creeptastic stuff like stuff that makes me genuinely more like afraid for the idol like genuinely whereas boy group is more like i hear stuff like oh, those rowdy teens are like, you know, they're just getting all in their emotions because their favorite boy is dating. Whereas with girl group, it seems like the the scandals I hear about with their fans tend to be, tend to be more serious. Well, they do have the sassangs, and the sassangs have a history, <laughs> depending on the yeah. group. I mean, way back in the day, TVXQ has had fans try to poison oh, them. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. I'm so. familiar with, like, the cast. <laughs> I'm familiar with, like, yeah. You, you still hear, though, about, like, sneaking into the rooms and taking out their underwear and, like, Luhan in China, he has, like, he'll get into a cab, and, like, they'll get into cabs, and it's, like, suddenly Wait, it's a high speed. Yeah, it's, like, a like he'll be coming from the airport and getting into a cab to go home. And, like, uh-huh. his songs or ultra, ultra fans, I guess, will get into cabs, and then suddenly it's, like, a high speed chase down, like, the main road in, like, China. Really? Yeah, like, it's pretty crazy. So yeah, China will kick Bam Bing Bing out of China because she didn't pay her taxes, but they're not gonna kick these things out of China? Listen, what they're doing to my queen, Bam Bing Bing, is wrong. And it's all they're only doing it because she probably pissed off the wrong person. She probably didn't pay enough. That's what it sounds like. That's that's what it sounds like. Because I mean, everybody does scams, especially when you're that rich. Like everybody's <laughs> government, you never know. Yeah. So she could. So it's she didn't. She, she didn't give them enough. Know. What? She should have did that here in America, because you know that much people. <laughs> Maybe have the offshore accounts for like decades and nobody yeah. notices. Right? If your president is a scammer, I mean that's not a good sign. Like, that's, <laughs> that tells you all you need to know. 
<laughs> yeah, getting back to Edom. I don't know. I feel like in the end, like I feel like as long as if I feel like if more idols came out that they were dating, mm-hmm. it would with time it would become the norm, and then maybe fans would care about care Definitely. about a little bit less. But I because agree. it's a secretive thing that once it gets out. Deny it as best they can, or you know, unless dispatch comes out and say, "No, we have proof they are dating," and you know, it hits, you know, the fan even harder. Um, so, I think until then, you know, people are just fans are going to react this way. And I think because at the time when the announcement came out, they were promoting as Triple H, and they were performing together, and you know, suddenly the fans see like, "Oh wait, them kissing in the music video actually means something." All them dancing together and them always being close together and throughout the, all the promotions actually mean something. Well, this whole time, you know, they just thought whatever is a concept, but actually it's them dating and them dating right in front of our eyes and how dare they be so lovey-dovey. You know? how, how dare you be lovey-dovey in front of my salad? What is wrong? <laughs> that's, how they, that's how they're acting right now. Didn't they have I a lot of scandals, though? Like, I feel like before the news came out, the whole Triple H comeback was basically just people saying that, you know, was, like, touching up, touching up too much on Edon, and it I was... said that. I didn't say she was doing too much, but I did say that he looked kind of uncomfortable, which is so weird, yeah. because you're dating her. Mm-hmm. I, maybe that was maybe. his tactic of, like, fans, look, I'm, I'm scared of her. I don't actually... <laughs> you know, I don't know, but... <laughs> But like he, he Maybe really he did just kind of out. Look odd, odd and weirded out or something. So I mean, I yeah. feel like because they know people crying. are so weird about it, he was probably maybe he was just trying to be careful, and then he just he was, was like, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's what oh, I mean. Yeah. He, then he was just like, screw it, I'm just gonna be honest and just kind of like how he <laughs> told everybody in front of him virgin. that he had never, yeah, he was a virgin. I've never, oh, I've never thought about that. Wow, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> what the hell is? What the hell is? You know, what? <laughs> he was probably like super stressed out this whole time. Like the whole time that they're doing Triple H, he's probably so stressed out. And like, I feel like the peak was the "I'm a virgin" comment, and then after that, it was just like, okay, we gotta come to clean. We gotta like for his for his soul, he needed to do it, you know. Mm. But even just speaking on like idols dating, like I do agree. Like obviously. Like, with the general consensus is that they need to normalize it. They need to make it seem like, not just seem, like, it is normal. Like, it's yeah, just, like, right. it's so weird yeah. for it to, like, like, for us to be talking about it, like, it's this, this abnormal thing or something out of the ordinary that they're doing. I mean, like, look at, like, no, first generation groups. Yeah, right? Like, look at first generation and second generation groups. Like, Sangmin from Suju got married. He's on, like, a permanent hiatus. Um, the guy from HOT got married to the girl from, um, Karen Pop. Karen Pop, yeah, and, like, he lost half of his fan base. <laughs> I mean, the only, like, the only member that I feel that got married that has pretty much skated by is Eric from Shinwa. Shithead that he is, but he's always sort of, like, he was one of the first idols that came out that was, like, dating, and he didn't, he didn't care. He was just like, yep, yeah, I'm dating, so... Do you guys want to do I that? Feel like certain gonna... idols could get away with it, like Hicho from Suju or like Key Bomb from Shiny. Certain idols, for some reason, like I feel like Taeyang from Big Bang, just people are really supportive of him getting married. Yeah, I think it, it, it depends on the fandom and 
Oh man, I'll never forget when Sonia got married and what? suddenly yeah. everyone saying she's the reason why Wonder Girls failed, why they broke I'm up. Still pissed oh, about that. that. I'm just like people blamed I, her marriage for mind you, It was like regular like Korean public, you know, the, the public talking that like while wonderfuls were just like, Oh, congrats, Sonia, you know, we support you, we love you. Well the public was like you ruined Wonder Girls. <laughs> like, they I weren't even like, checking for them anymore, either. I feel like Korean I mean, netizens... Korean netizens, like, have this very skewed perception of what work-life balance is. Because they'll just immediately say, if you do this, that, um, that automatically means that you're not working hard enough. Like, I've seen that sentiment so many times, especially around this kind of Edan situation. Or... All the, the lesser situation that was going on with the guy from B2B and I think the girl from Idol, I want to say. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, B2B, 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 yeah. yeah, one of the, I, the G-Silent Idol girls, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, right around yes. when, yeah, right around Edan and Hyuna was, was coming out, they had their scandal and then Q put that down real quick. Yeah, like, so. There's just this notion of like, oh, if you... If you are have time for a relationship, you're clearly not working hard enough, which is just ridiculous. Because look at Edan and Hyuna; they they made it work. They did. They they basically took their relationship and made it a job. That's wonderful. Yeah. It was. Because <laughs> that's why their fans are bitter. They were, yeah, they're like, how dare you work and have a personal life at the same time? They did for like three years, even before they he debuted, right? Because I think Pentagon's only like two years. They've only been around for like two years, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They oh, he was crazy when she dated, started dating him. So it's like. And then people were upset about that because then they were saying, "Well, Kiona's a senior, and you know she shouldn't be dating someone beneath her." And I'm like, "Well, they're two consenting adults. I mean, as long as there's no lines being crossed there, we have no evidence that there was." Do you know how many, like, idols probably date trainees and stuff like that? Because it's much easier. Because <laughs> they're in the company all the time. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I remember somebody referred to SM as a brothel. I remember specifically somebody saying SM is like a brothel. Like, all of their idols date each other, like the trainees. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I, that, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked either. The, the biggest example was uh, when Mickey was in PXQ and he was seeing Kahi, who at the time was Boa's back dancer, background dancer, you know. It's just right there. Oh, he's so brave. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> with, his, with his fandom, he's brave. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he's done a lot. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, it's just... I mean, I mean what's it gonna take? Is Twice gonna have to all get like husband up or like Twice <laughs> is old enough, right? I'll be at the very end of their young. careers if that. <laughs> well, twice will not be allowed to date. Yeah, Twice for a very is like long at time. the top of their career. Twice is like outselling everybody. Like, oh man, I have to show you guys the pie chart. I don't know if you've seen it. It's um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have. Yeah, the no, girl groups. Oh, that little video on YouTube that shows like the sales over time. Yeah. Oh no, that's different. This is just a 
uh, well, I've seen that, which is really cool. But this is just the physical releases from girl groups. Oh, and yeah, I've seen that, too. Price is, like, <laughs> more, than like half more than half of the pie. And everyone else just has little slices. Yeah. Like The thing know. is, in a, we're living in a twice world. How can anybody <laughs> compete? Like, I really feel, like, I really considered that when I watched that. I haven't seen the pie chart, but when I watched that video, like... At least with the, for example, with the boy groups, um, because, of course, I like a lot of boy groups. I watched that video, and I was like, oh, it's pretty competitive. You, Most people would think, oh, just BTS. No. Like, BTS is competing with EXO and SHINee and, like, Suju and, like, all the singers, Big Bang. But when you look at girl groups, it's, like, twice. And then, like, all the way down, <laughs> Red Velvet, like... <laughs> and twice is the only one oh. that's, like... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, the only thing I was going to say was that Twice is the only girl group that's even kind of competing with the guy groups at that. But yeah. That is sad and true. Yeah, but what twice. were you going to say? Oh, no, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, um, because um, I think right there, like, had YG been truly serious about Blackpink, they could have come be a competition to Twice had mm-hmm. they started having Blackpink sell CDs from like the beginning yeah but mm. because he spent what their first two years or whatever just digital like when they finally did physical it did i don't think it did it, it, it could have or should have um i don't remember their numbers but you know it's not enough right now and it's only one mini album they released right physical when yeah, they finally, yeah when they could have released so much more at this time because right. you know they're always seen as, you know, competitors. So, right there, YG could have hit, you know, good market with that. But yeah, the public interest, the public interest is there. Obviously, yeah, there. Um, just you guys, YG dropped the ball. Do you guys think if you know in some alternate universe, if YG actually like you know did the right thing, do you guys think <laughs> could possibly like become the next it? group like out of k-pop because for a long time it was like girls generation and yeah pretty much like that i did hear a lot about them and then big bang of course but then like since then it's like bts like so who is going to take over like those are not even take over but just like get up there again and i i guess you could say twice is on that trajectory but honestly i think blackpink had the tp and like to appeal to a more global audience in a way that i don't think twice has yet i think blackpink has the potential but the fact that one we know who they're being managed by um it's kind of like everyone's just waiting for that other ball to drop Mm -hmm. they do have the potential i think they obviously need more they need more experience they need more albums they need more singles they need more everything they need more touring all the stuff that they could have been doing the past few years that they haven't yeah so maybe this Dua Lupa is kind of like a test to see if they can do it I mean but Mm -hmm. even with Dua Lupa which we'll get to but you know it's still (laughs) it's still you know it's still a single you know they you know they they I feel like there's so much that they just I that they that they that their other contemporaries have been doing that they should have been doing that would have put them in a completely different category by now. If someone 
had bothered to, you know, put them on that. I mean, we would hate another BAP situation, right? Like, you have all this hype, and then it just completely dies. Well, not completely. No offense to the BAP stands. Well, I mean, with what's going on with her, I think yeah, it's kind of appropriate yeah. to say that. Okay, <laughs> or no offense. Yeah. Or with, I mean, to anyone. Why do you have shareholders? <laughs> Which is true. They do. They do. Can I? Can I like be controversial here? I want to say yes. that Blackpink. It's not about potential. I think they are a top group. I mean, if you look at their contemporaries in terms of what they are selling, especially just in solid albums. They sold, like, I'm looking at Wikipedia, and they sold 204,000 um, copies of Square Up, which, I mean, granted, is their only physical. Um, and, I mean, the only one who's competing at that level is Twice, who sold about, like, 300. But also, yeah. like, Twice has, like, three comebacks a year. So, I mean, obviously, their sales are going to be much higher in, if you take them all together. Um, versus a group like Blackpink, which had one comeback this year, when they probably should have had two. At they won't have minimum. another one for another ten years. Um, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I feel like they are a top group. I yeah. feel like the problem with them is the same problem with Twenty One. They didn't have enough comebacks. They didn't have enough yes. albums. They didn't have enough fandom push, like in terms of unifying and like sort of coming together and being. I mean, the thing is, the fandom did come together, but because the content wasn't there, it's, like, you can't really support them at the same level that people in, like, fans of Red Velvet, fans of Twice, fans of Mama Moo, mm-hmm. like, like, they can kind of support their groups because they don't have the content. They don't have the music. They don't have this discography. They don't have the comebacks to support, you know? It's um, so, so I feel like... Yeah? Sorry. Well, I was going to say... Oh, no, no. Just... oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. You sorry. can go. You can go. <laughs> I was gonna say it's really interesting that you mentioned like well you, this campaign made more controversial because I was just like looking on YouTube and stuff like that and I know that we don't I don't personally look at like YouTube streams or anything like that as a measure of like how well you're doing financially but like for some reason, okay, maybe I'm completely wrong, but it's not like Blackpink stands or like Luna stands or BTS like armies or whatever, where they just like have ten devices open at one time and they're just streaming on all of them five times a day or whatever. Like I feel like it's really remarkable that they were able to get like genuine what looks like genuine support from the general public and like whenever you see reaction videos to K pop, so to speak, it's like, Oh, we're reacting to Blackpink BTS twice. It's like they're always in the conversation so i think the pop i don't i don't know maybe i'm just like more so like that you were explaining just thinking in terms of like will they have the catalog like we know other groups like big bang has the catalog big bang can bring you fantastic baby they can bring you their signature song what is black pink's signature song i mean i guess you can as if it's your last yeah as if it's your last yeah but I think that's the key. Like they do have those. They do are they. They do have the potential for their songs because they already have songs. Like you said, that are known to the public and are very popular. And I agree with Nat. With they are a top group. But I think the thing is the potential. They have the potential to be so much bigger. And I think that's the thing is that people are frustrated with YG because they're like, look at how well they're doing, and with 
you know, the little that you've given them. Imagine if you gave them regular, I mean, the least of what their, you know, their peers are getting, you know, the, who have albums out by now and they just released a mini, you know? So, well, yeah. I think it's the same though too, even with Big Bang. It's like, always been like that. Yeah, because, yeah. exactly, because Big Bang could have had so much more comebacks too. I mean, Big Bang had the bust their ass to get what they Exactly. They, I mean, all of them have solos, and all of their solos are extremely successful. Like, if they didn't have G Dragon writing a lot of their stuff, I don't know if they would have a lot of, you know, the songs and minis and things that they have. Because you know, at least they had someone producing content. Because you know, the other guys have talked about how they've had to pull teeth with YG to even let him give them a solo. I mean, maybe Blackpink should uh, sign under Big Bang's new label under YG. Singree. Singree. Yeah. 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 And one of them can also have a dating scandal. What? <laughs> <laughs> they don't need any more scandals, okay? Like, no, I think they're popular with the men's, so I don't know if that would go <laughs> yeah. too well. Jay, Jay what were, you, were you saying something before, I think? <laughs> well, Then like wait, Big Bang or their comebacks, so they had to make it happen themselves. Like yeah. Yang between his first album and his second one was like eight years or something like that. And he's been talking about how he album ready and it to the company, and they would say, "No, we can't use this." Like he was working on this album, and like what we got was like the twentieth edit of it and stuff like that. Like you know, song isn't good. Making a whole new CD. Sungri, he had like two weeks to make not only he make the art stuff and how he was like some other people on the day because YG was like a money big bang really like for their success. Because, like, while the company may have given them access to things, they really weren't supporting them or giving them avenues to, like, reach out to other people for help. They had to do it on their own. And even some research that to one group, like, you know, if you think these companies you, you're wrong, you gotta, you know, you gotta have a plan for after your time in the spotlight's over with. I mean, he might be a jerk in some aspects, but he's very <laughs> business mind. And, he, and he'll tell the truth about like what other idols should think about doing because it's like you know your time is not going to last in K-pop. It's like very quickly well somebody can come into your spot and take over and people forget about you. Um, just better get with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and well. The reason I'm injecting here is because this pretty much goes well into the next little news piece here. Um, of course, Park Bomb has signed with a new company and she's preparing to release new music. And um, I think she signed with uh, D Nation is the name of the company. And um, interestingly enough, um, what ended up happening was 
she recently replied to a comment on Instagram um, about Tooney One. So someone actually sent her a message. These people drive me crazy saying, you destroyed Tooney One, but I still love you, bomb. Brownie face. And then <laughs> um, bomb responded with, I did not. Somebody else did. And, um, of course, that kind of had people, I wonder who she's talking about. Now, <laughs> now, some people said she was talking about Minzy or CL, but I highly doubt that. Um, I don't really think they had that power. Um, but it's interesting that Bomb actually, like, came out and said that. Um Staying on the YG tip, um, we're finally there. We're finally at the Blackpink and Dua Lipa story. So, um, Blackpink. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dua Lipa has revealed that the complete edition of her self titled debut album is going to feature a collaboration with Blackpink that's called Kiss and Makeup. Um, She posted a Twitter announcement saying, so excited to release a super deluxe edition of my album on October 19th with three new songs. Thanks that this was a little gift. Thank you for all the love and support, blah, blah, blah. Um, and of course, you know, we've, we've all had differing opinions on what this means. I think, honestly, a lot of it has to do with whether you think Dua Lipa is a huge get or not. Um, I will say, I mean, you definitely hear her songs a lot um, on the radio in commercials and such. But you do? I feel like I do anyway. Sounds like you need to change. Yeah, her, her songs are on the radio a lot. They are on the radio. And I have heard it on one commercial, at least one makeup commercial. I don't remember what company it was, but it was a, a makeup commercial. Um, but I don't feel like she's a well-known star in the vein of like. Uh, Ariana Grande. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's her closest contemporary in the sense. I mean, she doesn't have nearly the voice, but in her image and such. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you ask the average person on the street, they wouldn't really know who she was. So I don't really know how big of a get this is for Blackpink, but it's something. And, um, you know, maybe they can move up from this and this will move into something. I don't know. Um, I don't know if you guys have opinions on this or on Dua Lipa and Blackpink in general. I was also thinking, I wonder how their voices will blend with hers because she has kind of a... She has kind of a deep, husky voice, doesn't she? Husky, yeah. 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 The only person that I think is the, that would match with that with is Jenny and Jisoo. Rose, Rose, definitely. I, I, I can't really see that, but I, I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, this can go in many ways. It can go the seven featuring um, the Kim route. Oh, uh, <laughs> I still remember big that track. big track, the sunglasses, um, you know, or uh, whether YG collab has happened. I see all with I guess, was it Skrillex? Or I don't remember. Um, but I don't know. I mean, this can kind of get their name out there more, but 
I don't know about how much. Because already they're pretty well known. Oh, not well known, but you know, Blackpink. So I don't know if the local will give them a bigger push. But I mean, I'd argue that their platform in the East is about like the same as her platform in the West, like Dua Lipa's, if that makes sense. So I think it's not like it's a bigger fan base. It's just a fan base in another part of the world. True. If that makes sense. So. I don't know how much sense it makes from that perspective. I mean, they do have similar images, like, in terms of, like, the whole aesthetics and the whole, like, so... I know, like, when I say concept, I just mean Blackpink is clearly, like, a girl crush type of group. It's not... I'm not talking about, like, each individual album or song or whatever. It's... I can see that match, but I don't know. Dua Lipa is just trash to me. I don't want anything to do with it, and I wish that it would have been a different collab if it was gonna be this uh yeah <laughs> Has i she, don't see is she problematic like yes. i don't know like i don't know i don't know i don't okay this is why i don't even get on celebrities social media because they be yeah. wild, wild stuff i don't know much oh. about her <laughs> kills me too that she's re-releasing quote-unquote her debut album that's like two years old like i don't understand <laughs> the grab have for dreams to get like good album because she's still like, just known for new rules <laughs> like the, yeah right I, i've heard I'm one of like, like what are you doing she like, reminds me of a lot of iggy Sorry, Jay. I mean, it just, that just blows my mind. Cause, like, hello, you're still young. Uh, you need about all the content you can right now. And I mean, this kind of move right here is something that when you're established and people know your name and that fans are gonna buy anything, that then you can release your old album. And like now, like, I, for my for me anyways, it's like I'm not buy your album like this when I could just go to iTunes and get the new songs. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, what are you doing? Right. How is she gonna release just the greatest so, hits? I mean, if she don't have no hits. <laughs> or one hit. <laughs> one hit. She has, she has two hits. She one, has three greatest hit albums. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I know we're just her single. Everyone am gonna get this. <laughs> Right now, but, but that just like, like I don't understand. I mean, I'm I'm gonna check out this collaboration and see what it is. Really big surprise, but it also could be something that's black. Mm-hmm. They could have kept this. <laughs> so, yeah. No. Um. I. I, I like it's really strange because like I didn't see the news until after I read this this um like Twitter thread by this army um woman who works in radio and explaining why um even though Big Bang has all the success the reason that they can't be on the radio um and like how the radio in the states works and stuff like that and then I saw the news and I was like at first it was like do a Libra okay random and it's not even like a track that she's gonna make a video for it's just like because she's already re-releasing it with like a title like or sort of like a title track with somebody else so this blackpink song is just going to be on the album it's not like that was my other promoting like that was my other thing like is she even going to be promoting it because if she's not then it's like what are we here for 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, like, it's, so really, it's really strange how she's doing it, right? But then I thought about it, and I'm like, okay, well, everybody that, you know, BTS and all these other people have been promoting with, like, they're not, like, pop, you know, top 40, you know, radio-friendly. But Dua Lipa totally is radio-friendly. So, I mean, if they can push it, this this Blackpink song, like, if they can get it the streams that it needs, they might be actually be able to get it. Like, as long as, like, hopefully it is in English, because, um, I mean, the girls, I think, besides maybe Jisoo, they're all pretty fluent in English. So yeah. I think that if the, the songs itself is all in English, I think they'll have a, a greater chance of actually making it on radio and getting the sure. push that way. And maybe that's, that's I'm like... I don't want to give YG any credit, but maybe that's <laughs> sort of where they're going with this, and that's mm. the reason why they pick somebody like Dua Lipa instead of like a Nicki Minaj. Because like I can't remember the last time I heard Nicki Minaj on like mainstream radio, but Dua Lipa plays all the time, you know. Yeah. So with her contemporaries like Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift and like Ed Sheeran and all these people. So. Oh yeah, no, I. <laughs> I mean, what would they do with with somebody vocally like Ariana? Sure. <laughs> yeah, there's no point even. I don't I think mean, Ariana yeah. would even. Yeah. If this humbles armies, I suppose I'm here for it. But not here for it. But you know what I mean. I'll pay, I'll give it a listen, like Jay said. But yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna listen to it. I mean, I like. Blackpink anyway, so I was gonna listen to it anyways. And I mean, before this conversation, I. You know, I didn't really like or dislike Dua Lipa, but I did like um, New Rules, and I liked another song on her album. I mean, I listened to the album, it's fine, it's whatever. I don't think she... I don't really see anything crazy special about her as an artist, but I I don't really dislike anything either, so... <laughs> but now I'm hearing she's problematic, so now I have to, like, reevaluate that relationship <laughs> You know what, Nat, um, if I didn't yeah. know any better, I wouldn't think you were a YG stan. Like, you trash YG so much. Like, you well, I'm not, because I like the artist. I don't like the man. The like man can get, he is one of the, like, there are a lot of bad CEOs, definitely. I think, mm-hmm. I, honestly, I personally think that almost all the CEOs are trash. Yeah, um, they are. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I have a tough spot for him. Yeah. But he's also, like, what he did by putting the Wonder Girls in the States for, like, two years or whatever and, like, completely ruining their career in Korea. <laughs> like, a part of me will never forgive him for that either. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, so, but YG... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, YG and the CEO of MBK or Core mm-hmm. Con- you know, like, Context. I think it's, like, Kwan something. Uh, like, the CEO of Tiara's um, record company. Mm-hmm. He he's another one. No, he he, could literally he's fly out there. Oh my god! I yeah. I honestly I like, think he's I want to egg him that one. Yeah, no, I want to egg him that Something totally. he did that was really that makes you feel. Like uh, well, when the whole scandal broke out, he knew that the Rue sisters were the real bullies in Tiara, and he uh-huh. never said a word. He never defended the girls, even though they had proof. And when he saw that they're like, they literally had to go. Um, like on variety shows and stuff like that to apologize through tears he never once said anything to defend them and even to this day he's like well you know we knew what the truth was but you know we didn't want to like we didn't want to tell anybody is pretty much what he was saying also like 
before he added um, that Rue girl to the group, I think her name was Young. he pretty much told the girls, like, haha, you know, like, I'm gonna add in, like, just add new members to this group if you guys aren't gonna, if you guys don't perform the way that I want you to perform, if you guys don't do what I want you to do, I'm just gonna add new people to this group. And I'll give them all the shine. He I remember he was, like, seeing them against each other. Yeah, like, he was really trying to, like, he was he didn't care about them like he's just like you guys are all this like just pieces of pieces of this group you guys are just like chess pieces i don't care about any of you wow and he had them all in china like he like he knew how much the korean public hated them and he never once even to this day even with like it was a stylist who had to come out with text messages of these girls threatening um arim i think was the girl's name um, uh-huh. Who was also just a random member in the group who has to like leave? Um, uh-huh. She, they, that they were the ones who sort of brought it to light. Like eight, felt like forever. Eight years later, but I mean, it, it was only like five years. But in Korea, like that's a freaking long time. And like even now, the public doesn't trust the girls or doesn't like the girls, and all because of like a fake rumor started by Netizen Buzz that wasn't defended by their CEO. Who pretty much just milked them for whatever for everything that they he could milk them for. And as soon as like the there was trade issues in China, he was like, Okay, well, time to start dismantling this group one by one, pretty much. Um, and they lost two members and then they had the last four girls and now he's fighting for the name. Because he doesn't want them to have it. Wow. Yeah, he's the worst. And I'm pretty sure I'm missing things, but like uh-huh. those are the really those are the things that really, really, really get me heated. So yeah, yeah. that's enough. <laughs> but I forget where we were at. But I think yeah, I, really really fun. Fun. <laughs> I think I feel like I feel like there were some like um, comments brewing, but we got off track. Is usually- OTR yeah. or Kiara? Yeah, weren't you no. say yeah. Oh no, no. I was just saying that we, oh. the topic we were on was a uh, black pink and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this happens a lot. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? The consensus was we will wait and see. I I feel like comfortably we're just like, who knows at this point. Yeah. If it's gonna be if it's gonna even amount to anything. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. I, I think people are... Ooh, I was so lost. I was like, what are we talking about? I'm supposed to be keeping track of that, but as you see, as you can see. Sorry. Yeah. But, okay. um, K-pop CEOs are the worst, and they, they get us all heated, so... Yeah. Good discussion. Good discussion. I think it's going to be a question of whether or not it's going to be a good collab because I mean some collabs with K-pop idols with uh, Western artists were good, um, and then there's some that were just I don't think should ever be spoken of ever <laughs> again. You know, you any choose... examples of your favorites? Um, favorite Girls Generation, the boys the remix, Snoop Dogg. We'll collaborate that- with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> he will. He really will. Wait, Snoop Dogg is the best person to collab with. I don't know. I like him. That he literally will collab with anybody. Yeah, he collab with Lil Duval. I mean, 
Layla, I, I kind of danced a little bit to his song with Sigh, Hangover. <laughs> that was a sick song. That was a very good song, though. <laughs> um, didn't Tupac do a song with um, Baby Box? <laughs> yeah! Tupac, but I think oh, oh it was actually sampled. They sampled it. Yeah, they sampled it. Yeah, they sampled it. I was like, Tupac collab with Sophie and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, who's Baby Box? These little kids are like, who's Baby Box? They don't know about that. They're like, who's that? Got them all confused. Baby Box were that, they were a really good group. Let me tell you, you youngins, you youngins don't know nothing about K-pop. Oh my don't God. know about no Finkel, been... don't know about no oh baby box. <laughs> You're I have no clue what a baby box is. You want to give your good sis <laughs> some kind of a timeline? Are we talking Shinwa era? We're talking Shinwa era. We expose ourselves with that one. You're one of the four mothers, <laughs> baby box. Is. Oh they were the era. Of, like, I said, <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. Like, like Rain and Boa, like that. Yeah, I'm like younger right before that. Like, okay. Man. Yeah. Speaking of Boa, what's she doing lately? Is she <laughs> she, she came was, back. She had a camp come yeah, back earlier like she, this year. Yeah. And then she had like a that show with Key. With Key? Oh yeah, she did have a show with Key. She did. Oh, Key's got a show right now. He's got a little cooking show. His apartment is Key so cute. Always has a show. He's always just he doing things. Like, <laughs> like Key, when do you have time to actually like do your real job? You're doing all of these other jobs. Yeah, I, I feel like though I I admire those idols that have like a million jobs. Yes. I feel like they're just trying to keep their their bank account like you know right. Let's applaud like, Shiny, Big Bang, Taeyeon. Can we applaud anybody else in Girls Generation? I give it to Shiny. She's trying. Well, if you're still like a an OT nine like fan, then Jessica's doing a lot. I mean, Jessica, she's just like she's, everywhere. I mean, everywhere. She's, she's kept her bag and kept it close to her. So I mean, I I don't I'm don't hate on Jessica. And I mean, they all have jobs too. Okay, never mind. I guess that's not true. <laughs> 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 Wait, Amber has a job, right? Crystal? Crystal uh, always has a job. Crystal's always modeling or like something. Or she's with mm. Jessica doing something. Yeah. Luna is doing stage shows. Victoria's just everywhere in China. Luna Friday, is I supposed assume. to have a comeback, I keep hearing. Yes, but you know what? I didn't see it on um, SM release their like schedule for the rest of the year, and I didn't see her anywhere on that. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, Goodbye to that, I guess. Why is there going to be a station song? Such a weird group name. <laughs> like FX. Yes, yeah, literally function. Which is what they should have called their fan base or something math related. Uh, yeah, like, like it's trying not me stuff. you. Or whatever that, I think they're called Miu, their fan base. Yeah, Very yeah. strange. It should have been something math related. It yeah. took I, them so long them to come up with the name that they were like, Miu, you, like you don't take a name from a hat and that's it. Ooh, yeah, I feel like they didn't even care at that point. X of X always equals Y. 
So their fan name, their fandom could have been Y because F of X, FX equals yep. Y. Oh my God. Like, y. That's See, hard. that takes too much thought. That, yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's why they didn't. But you know, <laughs> the fans were trying to come up with a name. Like, you know what? Honestly, it felt like to me, anyways. It's like their fandom name and their concert and Girls Generation finally getting a light, like a light stick. I was it all shocked. came about. I was shocked about that. Yeah. I could have sworn they already had one. But it all came about because Red Velvet has all these things. So Red Velvet's light <laughs> stick is so ugly. It is very <laughs> ugly. But like because Red Velvet like had a fandom name. Yeah. FX fans are like seriously, and then Red Velvet went on has all these concerts now. FX has only had the one concert in Japan. <laughs> um, now, yeah. Girls' Generation are getting a light stick. A light stick, because Red Velvet has light stick. But Just cast offs for these big groups that setting trends, right? The reason Velvet got theirs was because they NCT they got their their light stick that looks like a yeah, that's like, kind of messed up. What is it called? <laughs> something that you could like a blunt instrument they make <laughs> with, and they're like really young it is that's a, that is a weapon sir no fan's gonna clock me on the head with that um <laughs> because like they're 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 a young group and they already got their light stick yeah, and they were like what about red these other groups that are seniors that you know where's all their stuff for them so that's the reason why fans I'll never forget that they released that they released a photo for like SM Town, like uh-huh. I guess like um the merchandise, mm-hmm. and it was like the the light stick for all the SM groups, and uh-huh. all the male groups have their very fancy, nice looking light sticks, and then all the girl groups plus Boa just had a simple little light yeah. stick oh, in the trash. color. You should be ashamed. That's what like set off everything, and that's why. I, damn light sticks, okay? It's not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Like, really, like, really grinds my gear about this this kind of like bull is like Boa set the trend for like Korean artists in Japan. Like mm-hmm. even before Super Junior and like. You know, all these other groups were making bank in Japan. Boa was there by herself, like, at 14, 15, or whatever, and she was doing it. Her first, like, what, five albums were number one in Japan, and, like, were million sellers. Like, she, how how dare you not give her a light stick? Girls' Generation, like, selling out dome tours, like, pretty much dominating, like, K-pop from a girl's side. Like, for years. Like, yeah, they had competition with Wonder Girls and 21 and stuff like that. But, like, let's be real. In terms of especially album sales, Girls' Generation, like, were on their own level before Twice came around. Yeah. And, like, how dare you? And, like, FX. FX was, like, not... Like, FX still sold a lot of records, but they were more of a critical, like, acclaim. They were, like, artistes. You know, like, in terms of, like, in comparison to the other groups that at FX and sorry at SME and they were like like Pink Tape was was one of the first K-pop artists uh, album sorry that was like that got widespread international recognition they were playing at festivals in the states before like any K-pop group could even think about playing in the US in that regard outside of like you know like SM Towns and whatever it's like, kind of how dare you how dare you 
like do all this crap only because Red Velvet, who really like they're doing well f- for because they're SM groups. Like let let's be real about it. Red Velvet is not Girls Generation. They're not FX. They're not anything that special. They have some good songs, but they're kind of bland as a group. (laughs) It's kind of interesting how you, like, talk about FX, like, and how, you know, critically acclaimed they were, and, like, their artists. And you got Amber making, like, Bacon Love, like, on YouTube. Like, parodies. (sighs) And, like, wasting her good... I don't know if I would call it talent, but her good skills in entertainment. I she think. tried though. She tried. She came out with um. She didn't her try. Mini. No, but she came out with her mini. And like the thing is, Amber's not a very popular member. I think if she had focused more really? on variety, I, she's I'm not listening. the most popular member. Yeah. I think if she had focused she's more on variety, she should have. She should have. She's internationally like I think she's internationally she's like one of the more popular members. But like but in even Korea, amongst idols, like I just. I don't judge me, but I some I like to watch a lot of the award show videos or like varieties or stuff like that. Yeah, and, um, it just seems like every idol knows Amber. Everybody's friends with Amber. Literally, Amber's like the only female idol that I've seen talk to like all of the male idols. Like, I think Amber so popular makes the Korean public uncomfortable because yeah. of like her yeah. image. I yeah. think if she looked like. Crystal or like Luna and she was as popular and she was bringing in like the same type of music like Shake That Brass and that you know like interpersonal you know like soft acoustics music that she was coming out with I think that people would have embraced her more but I think because she has the tattoos and you know she kind of has like you know the androgynous look I think she makes the Korean public a little uncomfortable like they like they they don't mind it in a group setting, but as a solo artist, like I don't I don't recall any female solo artists sort of like having that type of mm-hmm. look or concept um, or, or doing it successfully. They love Jay Park, who's like tattoos. Every, he's like the antithesis of well now, he's corny, but like he's like the antithesis of to Koreans. He's like hardcore, right? And I know what you mean, though, with Amber. It's like the androgynous sort of aspect that they kind of... Yeah, J. Park is, is a male. So that... Um, oh, he's that, a guy. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you um, think that, that the, like, the tattoos or whatever, it's not as... It's not looks, looked at as... I don't, cause, see, I don't know. So I'm trying well, to... Well, like, tattoos in Korea are definitely... It's looked at as less... It's more of a rebellious thing there. It's not... Especially for women to have them. Aren't they illegal? Like, They're you can't illegal. even get a tattoo in Korea. Like, yeah, you can't get a tattoo in Korea. You have to, like, get it somewhere else because it's technically still illegal, I think. I believe uh, so. Yeah. It's, 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 illegal. it's illegal because, like, the needles that are involved, they say, like, oh. because the, the tattoos you know, that was, like, a medical procedure. Yeah, so they're, they're like, you have to have, like, a doctor license. Doctors. Yeah, they're a lot more like, Why am I going to get 10 years to get a doctor's mm-hmm. license? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you can't ever, like, they can't advertise that they're a tattoo shop because they get shut down. I mean, like, you know, these people will be out here getting all these t- tattoos were back a long time ago, like, before Korea was 
modernize that that could be a sign that you're like in a gang and that was one way uh, to not get like to not for males to not go into the military he's in the military and they'll think I'm in a gang so then I won't have to go okay uh-huh. <laughs> yeah so but like the perception that's still like if you have a tattoo you're like, still there um but uh, yeah but some show some of the like music shows don't like them cover my yeah Hyorin had like to uh, <laughs> yeah and Hyorin from sister she had to cover up the tattoo she had when she did um performances on on music shows yeah i remember that they just, yeah you literally just had her like tape a flesh colored exactly thing on top <laughs> of it and it was like okay yeah yeah she's still has so like I- but I think it's kind of like maybe also why maybe she's not doing so much music shows because it's like she has to still cover stuff, tattoos, she still has to cover, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but talking about like Amber, yeah, I mean, like Amber tried very hard to like to make it in Korea. I just she doesn't have the con- she doesn't have the looks. I personally, that's what I. I assume it is. She doesn't have the looks that they want from a solo female artist. Um, in a group, it's fine because they have Crystal, they have Victoria, they have all these other like visuals and Celine, you know. Um, but and on a solo, like on her own, they just weren't feeling it. And SM is not. I mean, they had the station, I guess, set up to give people stuff to do once in a while, mm-hmm. but. It's not, I don't even think they're doing a station, or are they still even doing station songs now? Yeah, they are. I think uh, they still are. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think Sehun just came out with a song, I think, on the station, like, last week or something like that. Oh, okay. See, and she's not even, like, she's not even getting station songs. Luna as well. Like, Luna had an amazing mini, like, for her debut. And, I mean, she was giving us everything we wanted, but it, it just didn't click with the public unfortunately and she hasn't gotten one since then so her and and um amber and luna like they go to sm towns and stuff like that and they perform but it's 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 really sad unfortunately to see the state of like fx right now um i don't know i don't even know if they're gonna even have a comeback i don't i don't think so i think they're pretty much done i don't either i mean people keep you know yeah, people are like, you know, rooting for FX, but I honestly don't, especially with Victoria and China and, you know, everyone else doing their thing. I honestly don't see them. I mean, unless, like, I, like you know, you said it's Amber and Luna coming together and doing something. I really don't see the group as a whole, you know, coming back together. But, you know, they have recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I was saying that recently it was also their anniversary, their debut. Yeah. Anniversary. Yeah. I, saw that I, and I saw the post. Oh, the Amber. cake. Yeah. And I'm like, what well, did SM even say anything or do anything? I don't know because I don't follow SM. So I don't, I know. don't remember a seeing that. Of a cake. Yeah, uh, I don't think so. I oh, know right, Amber. No, at that. Yeah, I know I Amber posted. Like, shady. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> That's really bad. Um,. I know that Amber, bless her heart, did post something. She posted an yeah, I saw that. Yeah, of her and the three girls, and you know that was like I missed you. I miss I miss seeing them, whatever, and you know. But 
Yeah, it's just, I don't know. FX is one of those groups that has so much potential, so much greatness, but somehow, somewhere, it, everything went wrong, and now... I feel like they were kind of the redheaded stepchild in a way. And then once Sully was just not, you know, she just said no more. I feel like that was kind of the countdown to them just kind of phasing out, in my opinion, anyway. Sully was the face, and I think whoever's in charge of SME really adores her. So I think that's what kind of kept FX moving. Because even as a solo artist, she's still there, even with all the scandals and like all the Instagram craziness. Like she's still with SME, and they still give her work, and she's still making money. So I think without Sully, there's not enough in that the company, I guess, wants to get out of the girls. I read somewhere though too that SME only focuses on getting back what they put in. Once they've hit that, they don't really care about what you do as a crew. And that explains um, why they've sort of dropped a lot of these people, <laughs> like, yeah. and kind of let them flounder in a bit. Like, yeah, Girls' Generation, they already got their money from them. Yeah, Suju. So, yeah. yeah. Then again, Suju is kind of just like a lawless wasteland, and they can do whatever. Like, <laughs> well, they, they opened their own. One of them is trash. They <laughs> opened their own like little subsidiary company for that purpose, right? So they yeah. kind of manage themselves now. Yeah. They don't really like they. They have SME there, but, like, everything they do is through their little com- subsidiary company now. So, like, they can just do whatever they want, and they're fine with it. Like, Suju, at this point, just needs to tour because they clearly still have a very strong fan yep. base, especially very like in strong. Asia. Yeah. They have concerts, and they get sold out. They're, they do extremely well still with concert-wise. So, that's all they really need to do with their life, and just have, like, one come one comeback a year they can have new material and just keep at it and they'll be fine for the rest of their life i wonder if shiny can do that i don't know shiny uh they probably i don't know shiny still feels really young to me even though i know jinky's going to the army like it's pretty soon he's enlisting soon but i don't know they still feel really young i because maybe it's because they are still competing with like a lot of the like younger boy groups like the third gen groups maybe that's why i feel that way but I feel like yeah. they have years left. They're still releasing well, bops. Their most really, their song that they just released like two days ago was a bop. <laughs> yeah, count is it countless? Countless. Or, yeah, yeah oh, that's yeah, actually a really good song. That one. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's because like first gen groups all disbanded after their first like seven years or whatever. They don't really yep. they well, the first gen did. wasn't known for like yeah resigning. Or, mm-hmm. or like in the case of SME, SME like they kept key, they wanted to keep key members of the boy groups and drop mm-hmm. everybody else, so, um, which is why they they kept like Kangta from HOT and like I feel like everybody else kind of just had to like figure out what they wanted to do with their lives. Shinwa um, has but, their own company, right? Yeah, but even with Shinwa, the reason that they didn't resign with SME is because SME only want, wanted to keep five out of the six members. They mm-hmm. didn't want to keep Dongwon. And Eric was like, listen, I'm popular, like, let's just go off and do our own thing. And yeah. it, that's how that was sort of born from there. They were with a different company, and then they formed their own company afterwards. So, <laughs> like, SME tried to break them up, and they didn't want that. So that's the only reason why they're still here, right? Um, but with second-gen groups, it's like they're sticking around a little bit more. Like, especially on the mm-hmm. male side. Um, so now, like, you have Big Bang competing. Big Bang's like, never you- breaking up. Yeah, no, I know, but they used to compete with Suju, 
and like then EXO, now BTS. It's like kind of crazy when you think about like how the second gen is sort of like they're they're just lasting longer. The longevity is insane. Are they going to be around for fourth gen groups? Like probably. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it's because they were like the first like to really bring that so-called Hallyu wave. Like they were the first real because like yeah. Like, for example, we're talking about BOA and having success in Japan. TVXQ is, like, the, they're, like, the kings of Japan. Like, yeah. just as an example. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think it's because they're, like, the first generation to really start to cross into different markets. It, like, version was more, it was just Korea, really. I mean, it was. No, that's, that's absolutely, absolutely true. Actually, you know what? I wish I had the video. I was watching a video earlier. It was about, like, the key moments in K-pop. Uh-huh. And... It, the first generation groups was how, all about how they revolutionized like the Korean music scene mm-hmm. and about how it was more local. It was yeah. second gen that really because they started to go out. That's when they started to lift restrictions too, right? Like they had a World War II yeah. restriction on Japan, um, obviously because of tensions and how like they sort of opened up the market. Like Suju opened up the market in in China and how like Hailu, the name itself is actually was given to them by Beijing youth. And like oh. there's a long there's a long word. There's a long like description for it, like on what that Hailu wave sort of means um, in, I guess, I assume Mandarin, but how the second gen is really what opened the door, but also give us sort of like the template, like Girls' Generation is the template for all the groups that we see now, and like Big Bang is the template for all the boy groups that we see now. So like the second gen, like the first gen just introduced it and they said like, hey, this is successful. You could make a lot of money doing this. And second gen was like, you know what? You can make a lot of money. Yes, Korea, but also we can go everywhere else and we can sort of like get money from there. And I guess Mm -hmm. now the third gen is really about like American Western success, not just international success because... But it's it's more specific in the U.S. because that's the market that you seems to be what? the market that third gen is trying to hit. It's so funny that you say that because it just like makes me think about okay, sorry to go back to JYP again, but it just makes <laughs> me think about like JYP's little conference and how he was talking about like his strategy or whatever, and it made me yeah. specifically think about Stray Kids. I, I'm pretty sure all of them are Australian. I'm pretty sure none of them are <laughs> Korean. No, I'm dead serious. Like, I think that's a okay. Fact. They all speak fluent English, and it's obviously with an Australian accent because, I, like I said, I'm pretty sure all of them. I don't think there's anyone, any person that group was born in Korea. And I just think that's so interesting because that's what mm-hmm. all these groups are trying to do. Big Hit is doing a global, um, or all these companies. Big Hit is doing a global audition. SM with you know the whole NCT is going to take over the world thing. Like all, it's not like. It's even more than just like spreading outside of Korea. It's also like getting non-Koreans to do K-pop. Like even, I guess you can make the argument. Well, okay, some cases it's like a Korean American. Yeah, but a lot of these cases, it's like, uh, like for example, Blackpink. Lisa is Thai, or it's like you know, a Ch- Chinese members or Japanese members. It's not like specifically Korean members. And it just makes me wonder: is it? Even K-pop anymore, but that's just a whole nother like. That's a whole separate podcast, <laughs> guys. That is, that a whole, is. whole podcast. But that's that's a good yeah. that's a good question to bring up. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's something that a lot of people have asked with you know people with these global auditions, and you know people have been asking. You know, when you you've got more fans of K-pop that are not Korean. And people saying, oh, well, could I be in a K-pop group and I can dance and sing and this sort of thing. And people saying, well, 
does that, you know, completely dilute what makes K-pop K-pop? I mean, it stands for Korean pop, so once you put non-Koreans in it, I mean, have you guys heard of that, about that, um, I can't remember the name of the group, but it, someone, it was someone's, um, graduate program thesis or something. Yes. EXP? Yes. The group no, that, what is it? The, oh, it's EXP? This girl put together as part of, it was a graduate thesis, right? Uh-huh. And it was about K-pop, and she, she put a K-pop group that had no Koreans in it to kind of see what would happen. And they're basically just a pop group. I mean, but there was a lot of controversy around it. And I think some of them or all of them still do some performances in Korea. Um, I'm trying to find more information on them because um, I remember when they first came out, people were really salty about them. But there were a lot of good... Jay, I can hear you. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Jay? Jay, I think I kind of lost him. He's here. I just yeah, Jay. Yes. Oh yeah. What were you saying? <laughs> yeah. What were you saying? He <laughs> did that because she questioned something new. Is for a white looking. Would anybody really be checking for him? Because I mean, I see like the comments because they did a Charles episode and I saw a lot of support for us then. But I mean, I remember um, Ash, like you had said, like in the beginning, people were really salty about it. Yeah. And I was just like, they're not doing anything special. They're in like, I guess, Western pop. It's just that they're singing it in Korean and then like this whole big thing of like what pop you more if they're if they have like members that aren't Korean or like singing in Korea and I was like well K-pop in general is just Motown music matched <laughs> from black people <laughs> sung you know for a whole different audience so do they really want to have this kind of conversation I get that K-pop fits uh, a need for Asian representation in music, because we really don't see that a whole lot at all. There are people in those spaces that they're not superstar. <laughs> like they may not identify that way. Instead, Bruno Mars comes to mind, but that's a whole other different story. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> instead, uh, the only one that I think claims it that I can think right off the top of my head are Amory and Nicole from Sid. Anybody else? Um and Doug from Poobastan, which people are probably like, who are you talking? I know um, who that is. See, see, thank you. See I do, I do too, I do too. <laughs> thank no, you. Who? Hello, Hoobastan fans. <laughs> <laughs> but it just like I'm just like like I just I just can't EXP. I mean, I, it's interesting that she did that. And at the time, like her school project, which I don't even know if she's still in school or if she completed that. But if now that's over with, then like, why is the group still going? I don't understand. If she said what she wanted to do for her thesis, and she did say her, her 
it yeah. is made like four years, I think, and they're still okay. Like, there's so yeah. there has to be some alternative motive. Like, she's trying to get some money out or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if she still like monetarily if the group is independent of her or not now. Um, but I just did like a cursory search of it, and like I said, people did a lot of questioning. CNN said, "Does a group need to be Korean to be K-pop?" Well, you know, it's like I said, it's a huge issue <laughs> that we can't cover in like a few minutes, and we still have a couple of topics that are K-pop related yeah. to get to. Yeah. But um, but um, yes, it's. It's it's a good discussion and we should definitely put it on the back burner about making whole, note of it. Yes, about that actually would be a good um, video essay, Nat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or whoever likes to do video essays. This is a personal pet project that I'm thinking. Um next thing that is um, kind of been going on a little more on the serious side. Um, BAP member Him Chan, unfortunately, is under investigation in connection with an alleged indecent assault, assault incident of a woman in her 20s in August. So what originally was reported um, by the woman was there were three men and three women, including a person identified as A and herself um, hanging out at a vacation home when she was assaulted. Um a denied the charge and she was kind of um her her side of the story was kind of um people were saying that what she was saying wasn't true um now ts entertainment has stepped forward to identify a as him chan however they are saying that what happened was a misunderstanding and the investigation is ongoing. Um, what TS Entertainment said, as reported, a misunderstanding took place when BAP's Himchan was with an acquaintance and friends after being invited by the acquaintance, and he has received a police investigation. Um, the claims of the two sides are very conflicting. So many investigations have to take place. He will diligently take part in the investigation to provide evidence for the facts. And we will release statements against the incident gets settled. Um, as the investigation is still taking place, we ask for speculative reports to not be released. Um, are there any BAP fans? BAP fans or anyone that has been following this? Because I hadn't been following it when it was before Him Chan was even um, revealed as being the person that was accused of the assault here. Um, so I was kind of surprised when it came out. I thought last year when it broke, like the news. Mm-hmm. Hello? Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, no, I saw the news when it broke at first, and I was like, sigh. That was sort of the only, um, reaction that I could give at the time, because it's like, it always, it, it never fails. Like, no group or no individual celebrity or non-celebrity is, like, going to be perfect, obviously, but, like, it's it's becoming more and more apparent that there is a much more serious issue with consent, 
um, especially um, that people don't want to talk about and don't want to address, which is why we still have more of these issues coming out. And then I saw that it was, at first I thought it was, TS had released some statement um, about it, but they didn't say who it was in BAP, and um, babies seem to be like, oh, well, you know, like, we'll wait and see. They haven't really said what it is. They're just saying, like, they're investigating the situation. You never know what's going to happen. And then Him Chen came out, like, his name was the one that was actually revealed, and um, I saw people defending him. But I did see a lot of people who were also like, let's wait and see what happens. And then there were a couple more people who were like, he's canceled, BAP is canceled, everyone's canceled. And it's, I don't know, it's it's something, it's, I feel bad for the victim. I hope that the truth comes out. I don't know if I trust the system to allow that to be the end result. Um, and And then more than that, I really just want to say a big, like, STFU to the people from other fandoms who are like, oh, well, like, you know, this is why you should stand these people, these people wouldn't do this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, this is not the conversation to be, you know, having a stand war and getting people to stand your, like, your, your group or whatever. Like, this is a serious situation. There is an actual victim. Like, let the police do their job and let's hope that they get to a, a solution that is fair and just and that the victim you know seeks the help that she needs and like let's kind of end it here um yeah i know it's tough it's one of those things where you you like the group and you like the member but that's not acceptable and that shouldn't have to be something that is acceptable so um, yeah, it's tough. Any other BAP fans? I mean, I know they've been going through a lot of stuff lately, so this is just, a, just another kind of unfortunate thing to add to the pile. So. Yeah, like, I'm not a, a baby or anything like that, but, um, you know... Because BAP is one of those, like, kind of older groups. So, you've, you know, you've known them for so long and you've seen the trials that they had to go through with yep. TS. And that, you know, they because they were so popular and, and, you know, doing so well. But, of course, they were burned out because of the of all the crazy schedules. TS had them on and then they tried to, they left TS, tried to sue TS. And then in the end, they had to come back to TS and then... They lost all the pretty much good, good portion of the popularity they used. So they were just kind of floating there. And now then Jungkook just left the group. Yep. And now this situation. So it's just like, at least for the other members, like, dang, they could they can't catch a break. Um, so I feel for them. I feel for the victim. Because um, especially when it comes to, like, when... The person you were saying who assaulted you as an idol or celebrity in general, it's definitely not easy because, you know, people turn to make make the situation be like, you're the one at fault or, you know, there's always a lot of negativity that comes with it once, once you mention idol or celebrity's name. 
Um, but I truly hope the truth comes out and that hopefully this will be one of those times where they do a proper investigation and that, you know, the truth comes to light. So, yeah. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Any other thoughts on this investigation? I mean, I just couldn't agree uh, more with Matt and Kiara, so... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let's end our um, show with a little BTS kind of, sort of, <laughs> shall we? Um, so another excuse to put them in the title, I guess. I guess <laughs> I'm shameless. Okay. So, um, this is kind of, this is a mess um, news piece, but I decided to add it because it is a mess. So, apparently, um, you know, on our last episode, we already talked about BTS's idol. Um, recently, they did release a new music video with Nicki Minaj, um, having did some green screen sets from somewhere in L.A. that they added into the music video. Um, and we... A lot of uh, idols in Korea have, well, even before this, since BTS is the trend right now, they've been asked about BTS and what they think about BTS and their success. Well, apparently Taeyeon of Girls Generation and of her own very successful solo career uh, put on her Instagram. Um, she posted the song... And I think something else, basically indicating that she was a fan of the song and a fan of BTS. Well, apparently this caused a shitstorm because <laughs> unknownst to me, I did, I did not know this was a thing, but apparently SM Entertainment and Big Hit Entertainment have a stan rivalry. Yes, Although that makes sense because there's an EXO and BTS stan rivalry. And also the fact that she has dated Baekhyun, who has just released a song. So, now we have EXO stands and Taeyeon aunties who are extremely upset. And then some people that made her that came to her defense. So, basically, all the replies to her post on Twitter were F you bitch. F Taeyeon. Um, you're trying hard to make Baekhyun something now, and I see this attention seeker is streaming another uh, other song that has a high possibility to be possibility to be number one as well and why did she decide to post the song that she has been streaming on his story today where Baekhyun released a new song seriously all I want to see Baekhyun's happiness but if this girl blocks it I don't care what happens I hope you feel the same XOL XO members should be our number one priority it's not that I don't like the song she streams and I hope you get the point or you can't live away from XO and XOLs because you need Idol by BTS. Love yourself, blah, 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 blah. So this mess was going on, and <laughs> um, this is basically someone that was a Taeyeon fan that posted this. And this pretty much sums it up. 
So Taeyeon literally actually supports EXO by going to Suho's musical and cheering for them. Debut subunit promoted by them has been supporting EXO for years, even if fans witch hunt her. XOLs, F your support. Taeyeon, I like this BTS song. XOLs, where the F is our support? The end. So that was what transpired over the past week. I don't know if you guys have anything to say about that, but I thought it was funny because, you know, talking about dating and things like that, I mean, idols can't even show support to each other, which is sad. I mean, I think you would be with the new generation, I think that's pretty apparent with the fact that they can't even stand beside each other on, on like, older shows anymore. They basically act like they're scared to even be around people of the opposite gender um, because fans will take it the wrong way. They didn't go outside and read a book. Like, really, mm-hmm. uh, worked up over this when there are other mm-hmm. things that they put their energy and time into to make the world a better place. So, you know, take a break and focus on yourself. And you're gonna go on somebody's Instagram that is more famous than you, has more money than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we all take better, really do better yeah. about what you really do mean. Like, come on now. <laughs> if we all just take your advice, I mean, what? I feel like. <laughs> I feel like K-pop stands, or like stands of specific groups, have like this crabs in a barrel mentality where it's like, oh, only we can be the special, only our boys can be the special K-pop group, or only our girls can be the special K-pop It's just, it's like the dumbest thing in the world, because like Jay said, you don't know these people, stop living vicariously through them, like, that's what you're doing, um, you... This situation just sounds like XOLs. I don't know being themselves, I suppose. And then like the armies. I know there were a lot of armies that were mad at her. Armies have this weird idea that I guess only BTS can like have any sort of popularity, like at all. Like everybody else has to fail because only BTS can win. Uh, And it's just like, like Jay said, go read a book. I mean. And I'm, it's just, there's so many more important things in life that you could worry about. I don't even care for Taeyeon, but, I mean, the woman wants to, if she wants to ruin her hearing for the rest of her life by listening to that noise. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious because it's like, when she was dating Big Hyun, she got so much hate from their relationship like it was so toxic at that time you know xol starts her and like do you think she like would openly stream you know show that she's streaming or listening to her ex-boyfriend's new song i'm like i wouldn't because I, I would think that would upset xols too they were like well why are you listening to bacon you guys are not together anymore or you know so it's like, what are you upset about, really, truly? It's just, just the, the, 
the the bounds of lot of illogic. Uh, some fans go towards it like, like, oh, you're listening to another group, so you're an anti of my favorite group. Uh, F you, you know, like it's just ridiculous, and it's like you can just you can tell that these are just children, mm-hmm. like because they clearly have no. I don't know. They're just not thinking. It could be adults. Oh, yeah. Adults could be. There's a lot of adults it's, in these fandoms who are like. Sadly. <laughs> but that's because they're stuck in that idol, that fandom mentality that some people mm-hmm. don't. You know, even though, like, it's been years since they've been a fan of a group or something, like, they don't lose that mentality of, like, only, only my favorites can be the best. I only support my favorites see that's why i think sometimes stan fandom and stan culture is bad because people stick to one group so hard like they feel like everyone else is competition well and they are but they're competition that can should not ever succeed their favorite group you know and it becomes that's how it becomes so toxic that's why we have so many of these fan wars because people just don't like you don't have to support everyone. You don't have to love every group out there. But just, like, be humble if, like, or just be be happy that, like, oh, idols get along with each other and they support each other and they like to be cool with each other. Like, right. you know, like, your fans are doing good. You, they're, they're, make, they're still making money. They're still wealthy. They're still, mm-hmm. you know, killing it out there. It's, it's okay if one idol or one celebrity is not uh, publicly showing that they're, uh, listening to your fave song like it's okay you can breathe you can you know go take a nap or something it's <laughs> all those people it's who like- are like multi-fandom stands or whatever you call those people like don't let these like these people who only stay in one group don't let them like get into your head and tell you oh you're a fake fan that's well first and foremost it, this is real life so that's very stupid like that should not be something you worry about because Again, this is a real human life that you're living as a human being, a person. Like, it's it's not like <laughs> it's not this dream world. Like, it's it's don't worry about that anyway. But also, don't worry about it because of the simple fact that there's this there's this thing called diversifying your portfolio, and it works very well because the moment uh, group one releases some trash, you can just maneuver on over to group two, and they will probably release a bot. Like, it's. It's that simple, like, liking more than one group is fine. And it's good for you. It's good for your pockets. It's good for these idols' pockets. It's just yep. that seems to be what y'all so worried about. Yep. Mm-hmm. All I gotta say about that is that XLLs really should just focus on buying as many albums as they can. Because <laughs> they are falling behind here. BTS is like... Oh, you know, they're doing man. all the things they need to do, and EXO's still, you know, EXO's still up there, but, I mean, when the last time they had a comeback was, uh, what, CocoBot? Um, <laughs> BTS has released, like, maybe three songs since then, so... Yeah, BTS... And each of these albums are, like, millions, million sellers. They're, they're selling a lot, so it's kind of like, you need to... You need to focus on that and not on Taeyeon, who's probably eating Oreos right now. And, you know, like... (laughs) I got that reference. (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, BTS (laughs) just had, like, 17 (laughs) schedules in one day. Like, literally today. They... Yeah. Like, seriously, EXO's gonna have to 
XLs, y'all have to. You know what? This will be fun. Um, <laughs> let's make this. Let's put this in the title. Uh, let, maybe this is too controversial, but uh, let's see. You know, EXO is supposed to be coming back within the next month. So if EXO can outsell BTS, you have to uh, subscribe to <laughs> Not Your Average Citizen. Well, you know what? It might, it you, might know what? Because, you know what? Because there's there's a, a post a post saying that EXO's next comeback. That the regular album and the repackage are going to be released at the same time. That yeah. lady is supposedly coming back. I was like, they are going hardcore with this comeback. They need it. So, mm-hmm. and then they want to go. He's about they to go want to the army. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I mean, yes. so you this is what? like the the do or die comeback for. How about for, how about this? If Axel manages to outsell. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but I'm going to say, if Axel manages to outsell BTS this year by some weird miracle, <laughs> I would not... I would actually be down to doing an EXO... A, short, a shorter EXO episode. Oh, if, as long on... as we can cut Bikyun out of it, then, you know, I'm down with it. Y- you know, he's kind Wait, of the voice in EXO we can just yeah. let, like use a, a, a like a <laughs> short coat for his name. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Hmm. Yeah. All I'm saying is right like if EXO, <laughs> if EXO uh, does manage to do it, screaming. You're gonna oh see. I'm gonna buy. Yep. I'm, you, yeah. Okay. But I'm gonna stream that. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Honestly, it's so hard to like EXO's music because. The members, uh, but like their music is just ah, uh, like ah, oh, I hate EXO, but I, you know, I it. <laughs> my feelings are so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I feel but like yeah, we know what when it comes to Taeon. We could, <laughs> <laughs> we could, if oh, in the shorter EXO based episode, we could even stream whatever they drop. If it's like a mini, yeah. it's probably gonna be a full album though. That's a lot of EXO. Okay, alright, that's a, that's a, this is a good thing. So I'm down for that. If you can hear it, push that subscribe button, and you will be the first to get that EXO episode if EXO uh, beats BTS this year. And it'll be up yep. to you to buy as many albums as you can. So yep. <laughs> there, you know what? There are like nine members. So think about it. If each member has their own album, and it's a repackage, that's oh, a lot. They're going to they're gonna do like 50. Like the God 7 thing? Photocards yeah. and everything. Each member had their own, Ex- own album and then they had the own ID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodbye to your money. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if, if like Dio, if Kyungsu released a solo album, I'd consider buying it. Like, I wouldn't buy it, but I would think about it. And yeah, he has a good voice. <laughs> he has a good voice, though. Yeah, and he's like, you know, he's he's tolerable. <laughs> and his, I feel like his music would be really good. I don't know why. Like, his voice would probably go with everything. Like, yeah, I'm here for that. We should do that. Let's All play right, the so, I mean, EXO will probably be coming back. I keep hearing stuff about them coming back fairly soon, so... Yeah. Okay, special EXO episode... If if they sell more than BTS, or are we like doing a, a live countdown to see how 
how much they sell. <laughs> Are we going to have a cutoff date? Like, what's if we do a live countdown, we have to have a cutoff, I think. Okay, so... Okay, let me let me pull up some numbers here because I need to see what BTS is doing in oh, like, BTS their first is, week. Uh, so pretty much, BTS is a long. Well, you know what? One if one on one can do those numbers, EXO can definitely do it. Now that I think about it, like one on one, fans is... are going to take that as a challenge anyway. So, okay, yeah. then what if we instead of doing it based on album sales, we do it based on how high they chart in the U.S. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I feel like that's okay. an even more competitive one for armies. <laughs> like armies mm. take American approval very seriously. Yeah, and EXO has not really gotten that recognition in the same way, right? So it'd be interesting to see how far they're willing to sort of push it in order to 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 get you know like a top ten or like you know in the two hundred album one. chart. Well, they'd have to get number one. I mean, like they're. <laughs> Look, everything's on the line Number here. Oh, you know what's an even more <laughs> like? I think one thing that would be really competitive though, if we did that, is like armies. Late these past couple of days have been down in the dumps because, like I said, Idol dropped to like negative eighty three on the charts. <laughs> And they were like, guys, we have to stream it right now so that it can go back to number one. It's like, how does it, it it's like, the, I think they said it was the fastest drop on the Billboard chart. I want to say in history. Like yeah, because people were the most extreme. It's not, it's, it's something you can't maintain it. That's right. why, right? Like, like, I mean, it's the, all front loaded. Exactly. Yeah, it's not, it's not unique listens. It's like, or if, if, I, or if it is unique listens, it's probably like very, very low percentage of it is unique mm-hmm. listens. It's mostly just their fans who are streaming mm-hmm. it nonstop. Mm-hmm. Like I went on the um, iTunes store in mm-hmm. Canada and it was everywhere. Like mm-hmm. all all the songs were like top 10 on the charts. And that was that day. The next yeah. day, I didn't see anything about it. See, if EXO fans all, so. can prove that EXO have that longevity and they can chart for more than a day. Hey, that's a good little challenge. Mm. Well, I'm looking at the album sales, and I think the album sales would probably be interesting because the war, in terms of like the the initial release and then the re-release, did about six one point six mil. Oh, that's in okay. in Korea. Um, but X like Love Yourself Tear did on its own, not a re-release, one point eight. And that doesn't even take into account. They had another album this year too, right? To be yeah, they had. Well, they just did answer. But to be fair, with the Love Yourself tier doing one point eight, I feel like yeah. that has a lot to do with the environment at that time. Like when BTS did do that, that because that was back in April, I think. And if you May- consider what A, the yeah. competition was looking like, it it was that's true. So I think EXO could edge them out, considering, like, EXO's been pretty much anticipated the whole year. Like, people are like, when is EXO coming back? Because it's getting worrying they haven't had a comeback. So they probably can compete with that, if the right, given the right conditions. Okay. Hmm. Okay, then how about the top 10 on the U.S. album chart? What do we think, Jay? I mean... Yeah. Um, the, they've only done as much as 87 like in uh, terms of like charts, charting and that was last year 
So that was about the time, like, right before BTS really blew up with DNA yeah, and stuff, so. Mm. I'm down for it. I don't I don't think it'll happen, but I'm down for it. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, you don't have to subscribe to us in order uh, for that episode to happen. You know what I mean? So make sure you... <laughs> well, you know what? They have to subscribe so that they can comment. Yep. Um... On what they want us to do in the episode, like if yeah. they want us to, to do, like if they want us to look at old videos, yeah. if they want, if they have questions they want us to sort of talk about when it comes to like EXO in the during their different eras, XOM versus XOK. So, yep, yeah. Wait, like, is, you're saying, sorry. Uh, so wait, you say what is the condition again for this to happen? They have to chart up to what on the Billboard chart? <laughs> Yeah, the top ten. <laughs> yeah, no, top ten. <laughs> top ten on those yeah. U- that U.S. album chart. The album chart. The two. The Billboard two hundred. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kara's like it. She's like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, maybe top fifty. Well, you know what? <laughs> this is a challenge, though. This is a challenge. It's not. It's not supposed to be easy. I wouldn't be really I wouldn't be surprised at all if EXO like like the fans are really gearing up to like buy like 200 copies each of their albums and like okay. so so it's I a possibility like, I think the possibility is there yeah I feel like ten. The re- I feel like the iTunes chart they'll make it but I don't know about that album chart we'll see okay yeah you think the single we'll chart They'll right, started. I think they will because a lot of K-pop acts have been hitting the single that iTunes singles chart lately. Okay. But we'll see. Well, that's that's XOL. too easy. That's too easy for them. Yeah, I think the power of this fan base or the supposed power of this fan base should be able to propel them right to number one. Yeah, we're trying to support diversity in the K-pop community. Exactly, we like We want competition, healthy competition. Yeah, it's good. XOL, get to hitting that subscribe button. Make sure you comment what you want to see in your special EXO episode because I know you'll make it happen as long as you click that subscribe button. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna have to remind myself to put that in the <laughs> and my own personal. Um, comments here but okay well we have a personal challenge to xos hit the subscribe button tell us what you want that episode and if you want to see it then you guys need to be buying up those xo albums get them up on the what is it the top 200 and then top 200 top 10 i can't wait till we get the korean equivalent to the nobel prize for, <laughs> contributions, for our contributions to K-pop, because honestly, we're gonna single-handedly make put EXO back on top. We better get a free trip to Korea and a free meet and greet with EXO. Um, I'll take I'll take the actually I I'll have. Can we get a meet and greet with uh Shiny instead? <laughs> you know what? Like a walk through the SME building, yeah. and whoever we meet is whoever we meet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It don't have to be EXO. We don't, it has to be okay. a walk through during the busiest part of the day, so we can be sure to see different people. Okay, I'm yeah. fine with that. Exactly. Okay. Any other challenges you want to issue to different K-pop groups today? 
What, no. What's another one of our uh, episodes that's got a lot of listens? <laughs> um, the Blackpink episode. <laughs> so if we did, which was like eighty percent me speaking about Blackpink. <laughs> well, what I remember. We talked a lot about Blackpink, but if we did Excel episode, we might get a lot of listens. So, and I I'm actually have good things to say about Excel. So, I mean, hey, here you go. I have good things to say about their voices. They are good there singers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. We don't, we don't hate. <laughs> let's let's just I ignore mean, some Seth of the members. Doesn't have to do anything but stand there. He just needs to look pretty. Iconic. Yeah. He has a whole ass castle in like Scotland <laughs> or something, right? Like, did his fans buy him land or something? Is he a lord out there? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. All right. All right. So that is our. That is our challenge to you guys. I will write it in our description. Um, yeah, that is, I, like you said, I think that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you guys for listening to us. Um, as always, you can find us on SoundCloud. Um, please uh, click listen follow us on soundcloud we are also on itunes um so don't forget if itunes is your um you know podcast you know app of choice um please feel free to rate and review us on there um however you feel fit we are on twitter at nya netizens and we also have our own gmail account at notyouraveragenetizens.com again thank you guys for listening to our last episode if you guys like having bts in the title <laughs> let me know i can certainly do that and um, we talk about them at least once every episode so i mean that <laughs> contrary to popular belief they are k-pop really at this moment like every other yeah, I mean, we're gonna, be, so. we're gonna be talking and about we it. do actually have positive things to say about them yeah just not about yes, we have. oh wait wait so wait <laughs> so if exo in the end does not beat <laughs> bts's record Will you guys do a special BTS episode? Well, you know that's Will okay. We? Will we? Well, you know what? We'll let the we'll let the listeners decide. That's up to you. That's, yeah, up, to you. that's up to you guys. If you guys want us to see us to do an EXO episode, then you better start buying those albums up and um, listening to our podcast because that might turn into a BTS special. So, thank you guys for listening, and thank you guys also to my lovely podcasters for joining me for this episode. It was a pleasure having such a long, complex discussion with you guys, and we will see you on our very next episode. Bye, guys. Also, really quickly, I just have Bye. my church announcements yes. really quickly. Shout out to Infat, Golden Child, Bigfoot, <laughs> The Boys, 100%, all of our new goos. We love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs>